0: Welcome to Happy Inside, it's Michelle here, bringing you 10 years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy and embodied psychotherapy. We're talking about the behavioural and psychological aspects of gut disorders, chronic conditions, chronic stress and anxiety. All those conversations you've been waiting to have are happening here. are human then you are wired with emotion it's built into you and really it is your choice whether that's conscious or unconscious whether you engage with those emotions whether you relate to them or not or how you relate to them whether that's effective or not effective but you're human which means they're in there. So let's have a conversation about emotions because this is a biggie, this one. People do all kinds of things with emotions and you're probably going to hear some of yourself in this episode today. Um, Emotions, they are predominantly, you know, they're strong feelings, right? They're feelings. Um, They come as a result of thought processes It's essentially we have a thought. Let's say we have a, we think about our, you know, one of our favorite experiences in life or our favorite person or our favorite animal. And we have thought processes that might be ones of happiness or joy or tenderness. And what will happen is those thoughts will activate neurochemical responses in our brain that will activate um, physical feelings, which are emotions in our body. So we feel the representation of what we're thinking. Feelings are the body's representation of a thought. They're there. Now, if, <laughs> I'm assuming if you tuned into this podcast, then you have the capacity to think. And, of course, there is a range um, in capacity to feel and experience emotion. I mean, there's also a range in capacity to even tune into the emotion, right? Some people tend to be wired, um, you know, more cognitively, Um, that have less uh, reaction to those thought processes. And some people uh, are wired in the way that emotion is everything. It it appears to come first. They feel everything. I can put my hand up there. That is me. I feel everything. Um, I would say that I feel everything before I think it, but that's not true because – You know, emotions come after thought. But I pretty much feel my way through the world. And I don't have a lot of choice about that. It's just how I'm wired. Um, Even my language is all about feeling. Uh, My physical gestures are all about feeling. I often touch my body when I'm talking about a feeling. So you'll notice where I'm feeling something. If I'm feeling something tender, then I'll usually touch my chest over my heart. Um, Yeah, I'm very, uh, you know, I am physically expressive in that way. Um, You know, the opposite of that is going to be somebody who doesn't even talk about feeling at all. They often talk about thought, um, you know, more logical kind of cognitive processes and seem void of feeling. I'm sure you've come across people in your life that seem void of feeling, especially when it matters. So people have all kinds of relationships with emotions. Uh, And, you know, a good relationship with emotions probably doesn't wind you up here. (laughs) So we're going to look at some ineffective relationships with emotions. So let's just, let's have a little looky see whether you can recognise yourself in any of these. Do you, and look, and this can be how I relate to emotions in myself and also how I relate to emotions in other people because it's actually the same. Um, Yeah, What we tolerate in other people uh, is only what we tolerate in ourselves and vice versa. So you might recognise this outwardly in your relationship to emotions in other people Uh, or you might notice that inwardly in relationship to emotions that arise in yourself. So do you ignore emotions and dismiss them? Do you kind of put them to the side, pretend they're not there, stick your head in the sand, uh, look the other way, invalidate your own emotions, like they're not valid, they're not important, you just kind of mow right over them onto the next thought. Do you run away from emotions by distracting yourself, by doing other things either intentionally or unintentionally? It could be that you're uh, binging on Netflix or food or alcohol or any kind of substance Uh, Are you over-exercising? Are you keeping yourself so busy that there's no moments happening in your day or your week where you're sitting with yourself and acknowledging how you're feeling and spending some time uh, exploring that and working through it and making room and space for emotions? Uh, If you tend to ignore and dismiss and run away from them, then it's likely that you're not doing that at all. So distractions, uh, you know, can be many, many different things and they can even be a bit sneaky as well. Like, it, oh, no, I don't, I don't intentionally distract myself. I've just got a wildly busy life. <laughs> uh, that, well, unconsciously you may have designed that way. Um, you know, with the food and the substances, you might numb yourself. So an emotion comes up that's too hard, off you go to the pantry or the fridge or to the shops uh, to buy something. Um, You might uh, do that with social media. You know, the phones are a great one for that now. So we get on there and we scroll and scroll and scroll and it takes our attention away from what's going on within us, right? So it's a distraction. Or maybe um, you you know, control your relationship by emotions by avoiding situations where emotions arise, not letting yourself be in those circumstances um, because you might feel uncomfortable. Someone, you know, might uh, ask you something that you don't want to share. Um, something might bring about a vulnerability in you because it requires you to you know come into close contact with your inner world. So, there's lots of ways that we can be really ineffective with our emotions. And of course, there's always a scale, right? Sometimes it's okay to do these things. Um, if you're at work and you're feeling overwhelmed by something, um, then it can be good to have a little distraction and to keep busy, uh, just to keep yourself functioning. Uh, and then what you would want to do is come back to that emotion. Later on, maybe when you get home, okay, let me revisit this, right? So those um, strategies around, um, you know, ignoring, dismissing, distracting, uh, running away from numbing emotions, they can be okay in the very short term, so long as you go back to them. So it doesn't work if you just do okay in the short term, in the short term, in the short term, that's ineffective, You have to go back to them. That's the key piece there. So what about an effective relationship with emotions? This is going to look like having an awareness of emotions, a vocabulary, being able to observe within yourself what you're feeling, to describe that using, you know, uh, I was going to say valid words, but using um, words that really align to how you're feeling. So if you are frustrated or annoyed, but you only had the vocabulary of angry, well, it doesn't quite fit, does it? Or if someone described you as being angry when you were only feeling minorly frustrated, then your anger is going to go up pretty fast. <laughs> so we want to have the right Vocabulary. Um, to work with the feelings, um, to express exactly what it is that we're experiencing. Effectiveness is not just about awareness of those emotions, but it's also allowing them, giving them space to be here, accepting that they're here, accepting that you're a human being and that in any given moment – You could be activated into any emotion based on what's going on, based on what you're thinking about, based on the circumstances and environment that you're in. Because you are human, because you are having cognitive processes, then that will activate emotion in you. So allowing and accepting that emotion to be here. And then exploring what's going on. So exploring what is that emotion and Why am I feeling that and why is it important to me? And this can go with emotions that we might deem as the less positive ones, things like anger and sadness and grief. Um, And it also goes for positive ones as well, you know, joy and happiness and excitement. So emotions are the full spectrum, everything that we can feel. So we kind of explore. What do they mean to me and what was I thinking about and what does that relate to? So there's a lot in having um, an effective relationship with emotions. That includes the capacity to express those emotions as well. And that can be just expressing them to yourself. It might be that you just spend some time with that and become, you know, acutely aware of what's going on within you making some space for it, allowing it to be there, exploring what it means to you. And then just naturally comes that expression of that. It might be that you speak those words to yourself, that you journal about them, that you talk to a partner or a friend or a therapist. Um, so having some outlet for those emotions is important. And also the capacity to regulate emotion. Regulation is really about regulating the intensity and the length of time that you're in those emotions, um, and that can be helpful. You know, at times when you when it feels overwhelming, uh, when it is too much, uh, then you need the capacity to regulate those emotions so that you can bring the arousal level down and continue to function in your life. So an effective relationship with emotion is very different. It's an engaged relationship compared to an ineffective one, which is all about escaping (laughs) and numbing and getting away from those emotions as fast as possible. And it makes sense that if you were not taught how to engage with emotions effectively, then you're not going to know how. And that you may have grown up feeling really dysregulated in your emotions. And so therefore, the only way that you could move through was to push them aside, was to distract yourself, was to bury them down and do something different. And that's okay. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely that emotions are now affecting your body. They're presenting themselves as physical symptoms within you. Um, This is one of the major, major themes that I see in my clinic is uh, a relationship with emotions that is ineffective. And because emotions live in the body, they're expressed in the body, they live in the body, their energy, in essence, in the body If you don't do something with those, then they just get stuck in here Uh, and they build up and they build up and they build up and you have to keep holding more and more down and the pressure's a lot. And so eventually it kind of starts popping out the seams, right, and producing symptoms within you, physical symptoms and ailments. And that's a lot of why people end up with me because we can do something about this. If you weren't – taught or wired to have a relationship with emotions that's effective, it doesn't matter. You can learn that. It's a learnt response. You can absolutely learn it. And that's why I'm here, is to help you to uh, explore and to listen to those parts of yourself that you've been tucking away for a long time because actually there's a lot of good messages in them. The body's storing a lot of information that's really critical to know. So our job is to come and listen effectively to understand what it means to you. So, you know, this is an important piece that I want you to know, that if you stay with emotions – and you pay attention to them, they pass. It's the opposite of likely what you've been doing, which is if I avoid emotions and ignore them and push them aside, then they go away. But guess what? Only temporarily. And there's part of your psyche that knows they're still there, especially if you're one of the people that wakes up in the middle of the night thinking, thinking, all these things are keeping you awake then we know that there's parts of you that are being pushed aside that you're not attending to in your daily waking life. So when you are quiet, when you're lying in bed and it's nice and quiet and there's nothing to distract you, your psyche wakes you up and it says, hello, (laughs) now I've got your attention, yay, now you can pay all of your attention to me because there's no TV, there's no other people, there's no computers, jobs, phones, all of those things. Um, so we want to pay attention during your waking hours so that you can sleep at night. <laughs> so ignoring them is, is that temporary so, um, kind of solution, as I've mentioned before. It gives you a chance to kind of move through your day, you know, in your week, um, but you have to come back to those emotions because otherwise they just build up. If you don't come back to them, they just, they stay there. They just sit there. They can't, they might be dormant for a long time. They might be dormant for a few years and they might be dormant for a few decades, but I can assure you of something. They will always present themselves somehow, um, somehow, in any any matter of ways and they tend to present themselves um, in things like anxiety and stress and overwhelm but also physical symptoms. So just normal tension, headaches, migraines, um, stiffness in the body, um, chronic illnesses, gut disorders they will present in ailments like that because your body doesn't know how to digest emotions and it's not – Emotions aren't meant to live in here permanently and be kind of, you know, pushed down into the dungeon of your gut and just to live there. Um, they brew and they brew and then they just – another builds on and then another builds on and then another builds on. And they build. The more you kind of stack them down and don't attend to them, then the more they build, right? Right the more the next thing's going to affect you and the next thing's going to affect you because it has all the energy of the past emotion underneath it, especially if it's from a similar circumstance or if, or if it's the same feeling. It's just going to stack on. It becomes really heavy and really powerful. And that's not where you want to be. You don't want to be stuck in a place where I've got so much in me, I just don't know how to cope with it. Um, what you want to be doing is attending to those motion emotions as they come and they go because they do come and go. They never just stay permanently. They will go because you're human and you have lots of different input, uh, lots of different things happening in your life and things ebb and flow. And so emotions do that as well. And that's something that you might not know. Often when we have a, a feeling or emotion that is – really difficult, we can feel concerned that we're never going to move out of it. Like, oh, I'm just going to be stuck in this feeling forever and that's overwhelming. And that concern is a, is a resistance. Um, it's a non-allowing of that emotion. And, the, and you know, the, as soon as you have that kind of resistance, well, guess what? It's going to get stuck. So we have to allow, we have to create space. We have to give ourselves an opportunity to explore these emotions. And it is complex. Um, you know, I'm not gonna kind of pretend on this podcast episode that, oh, they're emotions, and yeah, you can get them through through them easily, and you know, over to the other side, they're not, which is why people do all these things with their emotions because they are difficult. Um, If it wasn't modeled to you in the first place how to be with them and how to move through them effectively, then, you know, go easy on yourself. You don't know how. But I'm here to help you do that, to actually facilitate it with you so that you remain feeling safe and regulated and that we can have the capacity to really explore them, to understand what they mean. And guess what the good news is? As we do that, as we imagine that you've got, you know, stacks and stacks, just layer upon layer upon layer of emotions stuffed down within you, right? And just say there was like a hundred things down in there. But as we work together, we look at one, then we look at another, and we look at another, and we look at another. And as we do that, those layers come off. You become lighter. You don't have to kind of, you know, try so hard to run away um, or to distract yourself. Life gets easier and also the body gets lighter, surprisingly. Um, it stops affecting gut function and other functions within you. So health starts to improve. It's amazing. It's, so, you know, like it's, it's not tangible. You can't see them but it's so true Um, and I can only help you move through that experience to get you to the other side so that you can move through your life, live your life in a way that feels lighter, less encumbered, um, you know, with better health and well-being and also with a trust and a confidence and a capacity in yourself to be human you know, for when those emotions come along, you don't have to be scared of those emotions. You don't have to go, Oh, god, you know, the rest of my life is going to be hard because all these emotions are going to happen. No, you can stand there and you can look those emotions in the face and say, Ah, I know you, I'm not afraid of you, I know that you're here and for this reason, and I know that you'll pass as long as I allow you to be here. and explore what you mean to me, yep, then you'll pass and it'll be okay. And off you go. That's where I want you to be, where you feel okay. Absolutely want you to feel okay. I'm still here and I've got a question for you. What is it that you liked about this episode or what really resonated with you and How are you left feeling after listening? I want so much to hear about your experience, to hear you, to know what's important to you. So before you go, please let me know. Share that with me in the reviews because I read every single one of them. And if you want to connect with me, look, the easiest place to go is my website, happyinside.com.au where you'll find links for everything, including the booking link for one-on-one consultations. I hope to meet or connect with you or hear from you in some way soon.